Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to Achtung Mool, broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Acton Grassroots. I'm ga- I have a little gathering, I have a little posse here at the home end of Welling's answer to the, the Bernabeu Stadium, which is, of course, the Parkview Road cauldron for the visit of Maidstone United to Welling United and the uh, what's this, National League South fixture. Joining me is Michael Avery, a mainstay of the Grassroots Series. How are you doing, Michael? Yeah, they're thinking of naming the box after me because I've done more than three games at this ground this season. But hello, dear listener, and uh, yeah, welcome. This should be a big game. Uh, champions there, either champions or champions elect um, against the team who are absolutely fighting for their lives. So yeah, Welling bottom one. of the... Well, second from bottom, actually. I think they're yep. finding out with Bill Ricky when I looked on the... Uh, uh, the league table this morning. Billericay are at home. Uh, they, if they win, Welling lose. Mm. As you say, up against the championship winning side here. Here come Maidstone in the amber and black to um, a sort of guard of honour. Guard of honour. Yeah. Yeah. Mystery voice behind me is Chris, who you may have heard from a previous show. Chris, say hello. Hello, how are we all doing this? Is it all good? Mystery. We're down at Welling, so yeah. Mystery voice. You can't give surnames for GDPR. No, no, no. He, he goes under uh, a pseudonym. Um, and joining me also is Michael's dad. Afternoon, everybody. <laughs> Michael's dad, who has no name. There's no name, no, no, merely as Michael's dad. Uh, so, yeah, Maidstone United champions of the National League uh, South, this is, National isn't it? League so they, they're promoted to the National League proper, aren't they? Yeah, on my, on my, uh, on my little pad, or notepad I've made, even made a point of highlighting they've, they're unbeaten in the last five. Five wins from five, so... Yeah, they're, they're, Welling's up against it. Yeah, Welling right up against it. They're, and they're Welling not. are desperate for a win to stave off the impending threat of Billericay. So the, the team's just lining up pre-kickoff. Now I'm going to cut you over now, listeners, to some really nice footage you did the other day, Michael, of the uh, the Westfar, the Woolwich and Eltham Sunday Football Alliance. Yeah, it was the Westfar um, President's Cup between a team called Under the Radar, who have that name because they look for players under the radar, um, against a team called Jam FC, which is Jesus and Ministries. So a very, a very, very entertaining cup final. So yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed the listen. Achtung, Millwall. Right now, right now, right now. 
Ladies and gentlemen, good, e- good evening for another edition of Acton Grassroots Football. And normally, normally, dear listener, we do the sort of uh, little semi-pro levels, the combined counties, the uh, the scaffold divisions, all this. But what we're actually doing today is the Westfa President's Cup final. My name is Michael Avery, and uh, as usual, I am dragging myself around the non-league stadiums to watch these games. We are live at VCD Athletic for Under the Radar versus Jam. Um, in as we said the president's um cup final here really really big important game at this level um two teams who are probably the best in west front across the division certainly in the top division um and this should be a really really close game it's a game that a lot of people across west sort of woolwich and elton um football association are looking at and it's a game that um it's a game that's got a lot of sort of coverage on the social medias both these teams are the top two division uh, top two divisions top two teams in their division so we will have a high quality game um we have a lot of good officials involved in the fixture and um people who you know really really know the game um, a lot of experience uh, so we should get a good game from the officials as well uh, VCD Athletic is looking very nice this evening. It's like a, it's like a snooker table, ladies and gentlemen. Snooker table. It's like, it's like the Crucible. The Crucible. Are we watching snooker? Are we watching football? We don't know. But the two sides um, have just kicked off a few months ago. Um, nice little attendance from um, the fans and all that this evening. So there's quite a few here. Oh, and um, it was actually uh, under the radar. We nearly just took the lead there um, early on. Oh, good save from the goalkeeper early on. Fantastic save from the goalkeeper of Jam in the green and white. So. Uh, we, do you know what we're going to do? This started as an intro, but we're going to stick with this at the moment because we've got a nice corner, um, or hopefully a nice corner. He's, he's preempting here. Um, we've got Jam in the green and white hoops against under the radar in the gold. The short corner's been taken. The ball's about to be lofted. You know, there's going to be a shot in the near post. He's cold in. Keeper saved it. Oh, it's been it's been knocked around the six-yard box. And, oh, and it's just been cleared as well. So what we... We're within five minutes of the game. Two great chances already. Stick with it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't press that skip button and go to the next show. It may be Westfar. It may not be uh, Combined Counties or Skeffel that some of you may use, be used to uh, uh, acting grassroots, but it's certainly a game that's got a lot of promise. So, uh, as usual on acting grassroots, we will check back in when anything happens, or if nothing does happen, I might just read the programme to you. You never know. So we've had a bit of a lull in action. It's uh, It's been very much in the middle of the pitch. Well, you know what's going to happen because the contact will score now. But I thought I'd just give a little bit of a a little bit of a sort of profile as to who under the radar... Oh, that's unlucky. That's unlucky ball, that. Um, just to who under the radar are. So under the radar, as it says here in the club history, was founded in 2018 by a well-known YouTuber, Manny Brown. Do we know Manny Brown, dear listener? Is our age demographic let us... Uh, let us know who Manny Brown is. Answers on a postcard. But it was founded by him and uh, another chap called Emmanuel Marfo. Um, and to create a vision, a vision, dear listeners, for uh, players that are essentially n- under the radar, hence hence the name. And, and they're, they're a really good side to be fair. Great stats. Oh, actually, saying that, though, jamming through. I said, yeah, and you have always had a shot. Well blocked. Well blocked by... Um, um, by under the radar there as I'm trying to flick through the pages um, of my programme that I got on uh, on entry quite tell with the speed on some of them they're quick ain't they quick boys um, and we'll talk about Jam quickly now as well so Jam their opposition Jam actually stands for Jesus and Ministries Football which was started in 2010-11 as opportunities for the member of a Bible studying group to engage more and interact with the community of the South East London so even though they're a sun, uh, Sunday league side based in South East London they've obviously got a bit more um, 
community feel that, and which is good to see and great to see. And, and I personally have um, actually been an assistant official in a game for Jam FC in the London FA Cup, and they're a really nice bunch of lads. Uh, really, really good team. So I'm with um, I'm with Tony at the moment. We'll call him Tony from. Uh, Tony from Erith, because uh, like Chris from Welling, GDPR reasons, we'll have to get him to fill out forms to be on the podcast. What do we reckon, Tony? First 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, it's evenly matched, although um, although UTR had that chance. Sort of you, no, 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 it's under the radar, Tony, not under, UTR, no, for, no, for our no, listeners okay, who aren't aware. Sorry, listeners, under the radar, had that chance five minutes in. But apart from that, um, yeah, Jam have sort of settled into the game nicely. And uh, they've, I've, I'd say they've actually got the momentum at the moment, so... Hopefully there's a goal soon. Would you say this is sort of what you'd expect from Sunday League quality? Maybe a bit more. They're very quick, aren't they? This is this is very fast, very quick. And I'll tell you what, this is a very good standard. So I'm looking forward to the next sort of half hour. Mm. Comment on the Westford referees involved? Because again, this is the Westford um, Sunday... Sunday Division's um, standard referee, which, which in a nice possible way, you were surprised that they've been given such big games, weren't you? Yeah, not so much surprised, but you know what? If, if, if you're good all season, then yeah, why not do a cup final? And to be fair, ref is having a great game. He's letting, he's letting the game go on. Um, I think this is maybe the second free kick he's given all game, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, let's just let's, let's keep up the good work and, and let's, see, let's see what this game brings. We currently have a free kick on the edge of the box for under the radar FC. Um, I'd say about five, ten yards on the edge of the box. It was a foul. There's, there's no two ways about it. Um, referee made the right decision. Uh, the wall was walked back. We'll stay with it. It's a lot of people sizing up for this one, dear listener. So, uh, and there's photographers running around the back of the goal, dear listener. Running around the back of the goal. They think he's in before he's even been kicked. It's outrageous. The preemptive, he's hit it nicely, he's taking a deflection. Uh, cool, now. Put your camera away, mate. It's not gone in. Just like Millwall. Just like Millwall, yeah. Yeah, promise so much, but deliver so little. As, as I said before, so this is the um, this is the President's Cup game, uh, Cup final between Under the Radar versus Jam FC. And um, as I said on a previous show, with I think it was the Area from Belvedere, um, Area of Town game, or, or one of the Area from Belvedere games, but we've got the Plumstead Challenge Cup final um, soon, in a couple of weeks in May. Um, and we've got that game in May coming up soon. And if this is the standard of um, the sort of invitation, or not invitation, where if this is the standard of the President's Cup game, and you know we've got the Challenge Cup coming up soon, you know I come strongly. Oh no, there's a mistake at the back. The ball's fell. Play to the edge of the box. Oh, I should have had a shot there. Should have shot really, shouldn't he? Now he's dancing around the 99. Looks up, plays the ball. The ball's going to go out wide, surely. Oh no, the ball out wide was the better ball. But they've still got possession um, under the radar. And it's been cleared. But anyway, sorry, I was I was uh, cut off from my uh, from my chat. But no, if if we've got the Plumstead Challenge Cup coming up soon in a couple of weeks at VCD, strongly recommend getting down for this because this is a very very good standard of football, and that Challenge Cup game will will be better. So uh, yeah. And while we were saying under the radar, we're dominating. Jam have just come so close to taking the lead. A lovely break down the right-hand side. I've seen a ball played across, which wasn't, if true, if truthfully honest, wasn't the best ball across, but it caught the uh, under-the-radar defender off guard. He's gone through his legs. They've had a shot. The keeper's pulled an absolute blinder out and pushed out for a corner. Everyone thought it was in. Everyone was cheering. Corner's coming in now. Lofted over nicely into the box. Oh... Oh, do you know what it was? It was one. Of, it was a bicycle kick. We, we've all we've all tried them. We've all tried them, dear listener. We've all tried them, and in our head they go in, but in real life they go out for a throw. Jam, jam. It's, it's a good final. It's a really good final. That's what I said. What we're half hour in, and we've had so many chances, so many little, like 50-50s or, or it's backwards and forwards. What a game so far. I think under the radar, probably are just 
um, edging it in chances created. Jam are very solid at the back um, and they've had a few chances themselves. And Jam have taken the lead. You can hear the celebration. And I'll tell you what, what a well, well goal. Do you know, we've only literally just finished doing that voice note where we said there'd be a goal. Jam have, uh, was in the second, um, was in the half. Um, or in the half of uh, Under the Radar. Played some nice little football, nice little sensible passing because we said they were very composed at the back. That's then translated to up front. Beautiful through ball was played, played through. So, but the thing is as well, dear listeners, sometimes this is why um, this is why football is such a good game because the simplicity, simplicity of the horse, it was just such a nice little pass through the back line. Oh, it's complete, it's lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the weight of the bar is yeah, it's, it's, And I'll tell you what, great composure from the striker because yeah. anyone could have snatched that day, but he's, he's just thinking, keeper's come out, he's just rolled it underneath the body and bomb straight in the Yeah, it, it, was, it was one of those. The, 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 ball's, the ball's gone in between the goalkeeper and the centre forward. The, if the, the centre forward's done superbly because it was one of those. If the centre forward would have maybe clipped the goalkeeper or caught the goalkeeper, you would have seen some referees give the foul against keeper. Oh my god, and they're, and they're under the radar through. Oh, it's 1 0! Oh my god, it's 1 0! Literally, we were just saying about how well Jam have just done and under the radar have just scored from the kickoff. What a game! What a game! Yeah, 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 as soon as one goal flood, oh yeah, just over. So, all right, so we'll talk about the jam goal. So the ball went play, played through to jam. The number nine's done superbly. Played it past the goalkeeper, into the bomb corner, fat, sort of eight to ten yards out. From the kickoff, under the radar, I've got the ball. Done a couple of nice passes. Identical ball, would you say identical ball through to the centre forward, pretty much? Identical ball. Maybe a bit more space for the midfield, but the actual ball played with the weight was perfectly beautiful. Ball's played about 15 yards out into the penalty area, and we're at the perfect perfect angle. The under the radar bloke has done it under the keeper. That could be their new nickname. He's Megged him. Under the radar, under the keeper. He's Megged him. I don't even know what Meg means. I'm 35. It was an up Meg in my day. But. But he's put it underneath the goalkeeper. We have had two goals in two minutes. two minutes. What a game. What a game. And now we're back level. So not long to go left now in this first half. And there's a corner on the left-hand side for Jam. Um, really, really well done there because the goalkeeper let it run out thinking it was for a goal kick. But it wasn't. It was a corner. The corner's just been kicked in. It's lovely. Oh! Oh, goal kick. It was another one. It was literally right on the edge of the six-yard box and um, both players jumped up well to win it and it's, um, it's gone out for a goal kick. I'll tell you what, dear listener, um, I know we always talk about the prices of games to get in and stuff like that, but this game, yes, it is a West for games. So yeah, it is technically a Sunday league level and all that kind of stuff, but it's cost us a fiver to get in, but the standard is, standard's been very, very high. Um, you know, it's 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 certainly uh, sort of the sort of level you 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 would expect a, a sort of semi-pro type level. You know, let's not get too carried away. I'm not saying it's like Dartford or, or or you know Welling or anything like that, but it's, it's certainly a level of football and a um, and 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 a quality that you would pay to watch, which we have done. And and I for one, I'm very very happy. It's a bit of a chilly overcast uh, April evening but I'm very happy that I've come out to watch this game because it's an excellent game of football with two really good teams and they're putting a lot in sorry uh, t- Tony from what 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 borough should we say this time uh, Beckton yeah, let's say Beckton eh? so you what the way these two teams are playing so what, not saying they beat Dartford or teams like that but I feel like they would give them a run for their money yeah, yeah, especially yeah. If, if, if there was, um, if they there are, they are two teams who are very like they're organised. I, I, I think if there was, was if there was a pre-season friendly where Dartford were going to blood some youth players and maybe give give some young players and reserve players a try, that you know, like you say, you you could do a lot worse than playing against two teams like this, especially the way they're playing. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, you know, there there has been a couple of little mishaps and under it passes and that kind of thing. But it's, it's overall, I mean, the two finishes were top class. Some of the tackles have been great. Some of the crosses have been brilliant. Uh, the standard officiating has been good as well. Good spirit, lovely ball played through just as we're talking. Ball played across goal. And is he going to clear it? Yeah, he's just managed to get it out. But, you know, a lovely ball's played across goal. Defence has read it well. We're going to stay with this because it's right near us here. Oh, it's been cut out by Jam. And he's done well there to the, the uh, midfielder to get the ball back. But I think we're just approaching half-time, so we'll do a little half-time chat unless they score now. But um, I thought under the radar probably edged the, f- the start of the first half, but Jam slowly got into it and obviously got the first goal. Under the radar showed fantastic character to score, what, within a minute of, of, of conceding. So, you know, they've done really well there. It's all back level. And, and it really, really could go either way. Great tackle. You heard the crunch there, didn't you, dear listener, on the audio? But it really, really could go either way. And and as, as I said, you know, um, just in the previous noise, voice note, we've we've got the Challenge Cup coming soon. Could do a lot worse than come and watch games like this. VCD, lovely grand, nice little bar here. A lot of friendly people who make you feel welcome. And, uh, and again, yes, this is proper, proper grassroots. I know we say we're acting grassroots when we do the semi-pros, but this is proper, proper grassroots. So, I'll tell you something well, mate. These linos have got their work cut tonight. They are running quick up boys, and down. They? they are running up and down this wing. I'll yeah. tell you what, fair play to the linos. And I'll tell you what, Ref is having a great game, so keep it up, Ref. Yeah, exactly. And, and, the, and these are your sort of Sunday league refs, and you, we talk of refs' crises and things like this. The, these are the type of referees you want oh. still in the game. So, yeah, fair play, lads. Keep it going. Keep up with those centre forwards. So I don't know if I'll be able to, but um, we're nearly at half time. Every time, every time I'm going to go, oh, we'll leave it there or anything like that. But what a save! Oh, oh and, and, and the Westford photographer, we think, might have had it. Has she got it? Has she got it? Has she got it? She's got the shot. She's got the shot. She's got the turn. Oh, oh, oh she's got the save. Look at that. Check, check, check the Westford. Check the Westford um, uh, fate. Yeah, well, right place, right time, exactly. West for Instagram and Twitter and all those for that. But, yeah, just a moment there. But a nice ball was played through to the centre forward, the nine, who's been an absolute danger on the outside of the box. He's turned lovely um, and forced a phenomenal save by the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper for, for um, under the radar is having an absolute blinder. So, um, you know, it, 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 it could be 2-1 to jam, you know, in the last few minutes because it was a phenomenal shot. He's, he's hit it beautifully in his dip. I mean, as soon as it left his foot, it looked high, didn't it? Let's be honest, it looked high. But had the dip on the shot. Oh, mate, he, he, he has caught that so sweet. And I'll tell you what, this, this under-the-radar's keeper... You say two when I say three one because he's pulled off. He's three, pulled off from absolute pulled world off is saves. Absolute world is. And we, I was literally just talking to the um, fourth official there, and even he commented. You know, you're obviously meant to be impartial. Don't get me wrong, but you can comment on quality and you can comment on the game. But Jack, uh, but. Jam have been very good and under the radar have been very good, but of course, shout out to the under radar goalkeeper. What a, what a half he's had. So we're back for the second half of this game between Jam, FC and um, under the radar. And what, we five minutes, Tony, from um, minutes. Brighton? Oh, five minutes from Brighton? No, no, so I, mean, no I mean the area you're from now. I'm, oh, I've, I've run out of London oh, regions. Brighton, yeah. but, um, but basically, we're three to five minutes into this second half and, um, and under the radar, I've hit the bowl already. That's what I mean. It's just it's just a really really good tempo game. Um, just talking to the to the some of the chaps at half time that have, um, who were with some of the West for referees. They're coming on the quality of the game and how well the referees done. Um, there's, we're we're going to stick with this free kick now. That's just been awarded to under the radar. The referees blew the whistle. It's in swinging. It looks high. Looks high. Oh, oh, that went far away. You think he went wide for it? <laughs> 
you know what? It's one of those where he's probably not. It's not a hit and hope, but he's probably thought all it needs here is the goalkeeper to fumble it and then follow it in because there was a lot of the um, lot of the under the radar boys who was actually stood by the goalkeeper waiting for the fumble, but it was just what, a couple of inches over the bar. So yeah, already we've hit the bar. I'm just going a couple of inches over already. So yeah, good effort, good effort for the Sandy League. The groundsman, because I know we said it earlier on, it's like a snoo snooker table, but there's been some big tackles in on this pitch and it's still very, very nice, very, very flat. It says a lot about the standard of the game where you can say in the second half there's been a little bit of a lull, but actual quality, there's not actually, like um, when I say lull, I mean goal manufaction, but there's not actually been a, a lull in, in, in class itself, is there, Tony? It's been Tony from um, Cardiff. Yeah. It's um, there's been it's, it's very very quick. You know what I think it is, Mike. I think as the game's getting on, both teams now know what they're actually playing for. So I think there's a few little mistakes getting shown and stuff like that. But apart from the, the crossbar getting hit in the first three minutes, neither team have really created any chances. They've not come out in the second half, have they? No, I mean, really I mean, we've had a, we've had a shot that's gone over the bar. Oh, under the radar's done well to keep the ball in here by the byline. Nice ball played back inside. Lovely turn by the nine. He's going to go in the box. Great tackle by the um, captain. Is that a corner? It looks like a corner. Ball's coming away. Ball's... Oh, what a, t what a touch by the spectator to nick it over the wall. He's done well there. We have literally just said there's been very, very little goal math action. And once again, it's the curse of the commentator, dear listener, because Jam FC have literally, just from a corner they've conceded, got the ball, run up the left wing, cut inside really, really nicely. I wouldn't necessarily say it was one-on-one -on -one with a goalkeeper, but he's a good, what, 10, 10 yards out from where we're standing. He's hit the ball well, the keeper's beat it, but it's, oh, it's just gone wide at the far post. And, yeah, it was a really, really, really good effort and, and, and another chance for Jam FC. Do, do you know what this game might turn out to be? Unless unless Jam score another sort of like two or three and it ends up being very one-sided, it wouldn't surprise me if under the radar do end up winning this game because cause they'll, they'll exploit the fact that Jam haven't scored... Um, haven't scored because we've had two great saves from the goalkeeper, granted, but we've had a couple of good like, good chances from Jam that's been missed. Like a cross has just come in, brought down by the centre forward, defender slipped. Oh! Oh! Oh, silent! Defender slipped. They've had a shot. They've had a shot. It was literally in slow motion. That's why no one said anything. Even I said anything. Even their bench was looking. The ball was rolled across goal from a shot. The goalkeeper's out of the game. Defender's out of the game. Centre forward's out of shot. Everyone is waiting for it to go in. It has rolled. Literally, literally, P-roller, bottom corner. It's slow, but no one's got time to get up and make the save. It's hit the post. The defender slid in. Did he clear it off the line? He did, didn't he? Or, or, no, it was a basic thing. Well, that was obviously going back to what you just But it's hit it, it the post, didn't it? It's hit the post. It's hit the inside of the post. And it's actually bounced outwards. And, and, it's, and, a good, and it's a good thing the defender's there just to sort of take yeah, it yeah, away. Yeah, take it away, goal. exactly. So he's not slid it off the line, but he's... He's not off the line, but I tell you what, if he weren't there, it would have been 2-1 jam. But how, how has jam not scored again? That is two shots inside two minutes. And... Oh, this game should be over. This game should be over. But... It should be about four or five ones to jam the way the chances have been. But I mean that 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 shot there. I mean, like I said, like the reason why it was silent wasn't because it's a, <laughs> when you're doing podcasting and radio and all this malarkey, you don't want to have silence in air time. But literally, you heard it. We was describing the action. It, it just trickling. went silent. It, it, it went trickling, and trickling. everyone was waiting to see what happened. And unbelievable. Still one all. How? <laughs> How is it still one all? You will not believe this. Dear listener, 90 seconds, two minutes after we've literally just had that moment where we thought Jam were going to score and we just said Jam should be falling up. Under the radar, have broke beautifully down the left-hand side. 
cut back across, looked up, played the ball across, and then the, the, the player who's come in on the edge of the box has absolutely thundered it into the top corner, and it is now under the radar two, jam one. This game, honestly, dear listener, this game is incredible to be at because you just got, you just don't know what's going to happen because like i said like we we, we literally just, like like you heard us say like a couple of minutes ago that jam should be falling up and literally i just said there and and tone i mean tony from cardiff or wherever i've run out of places but anyway literally i just said there didn't i that jam will be punished for for missing so many chances and what's happened they've just been punished Honestly, I, I, what a finish. I'll tell you now, what a finish. Because that boy's right across lovely. And he has caught that. It's sweet. I'm saying, you know, if that misses a goal, that's in the back gardens. But that's hit the back of the net. But you know what? Jam, if they really, if they want this, they need to start finding the target. They need to hit the target. But I reckon there's going to be another goal. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, no. We're through now. We're just talking about Jam finding oh, under, under the radar. Dink. Oh, he's put it wide. Oh, what a little for Jam. What a look. Basically, a ball has just been played through to the centre forward who has beat the offside trap wonderfully. I mean, we're in line with the back. We're, we're in line with the, the, the defensive jam. They were beat. They were done. They thought it was an offside. The 99, he's run through. He's dinked it over the goalkeeper. We thought it was 3-1 because we're just saying about how jam needs to take their chances. And it's gone wide. And now at the other end. Oh, this. Oh, my God. Honestly, honestly, this is... This is unreal. If, if, if you was connected with these teams, I mean, luckily we're both neutrals, but if you were connected with either of these teams, you're, oh God, your heart would be in your mouth because it's just, you can't describe this cup final. So we've got about five, ten minutes left now and the game is, um, it, it, I think you could say game management. To quote Harry Warren, who, who, loves, who loves a bit of game management speech from his, uh, from his football manager or, or whatever online game he plays, but... Um, but there's not been that much goal action, um, to be honest. But again, it's, it's still a decent tempo. A lot of the players get involved. He was offside there. Well done, Lino. Flags up. But um, yeah, like, like I said, the game, the game management um, is definitely in under the radar's favour. Uh, Jam, Jam really do need to turn the screw in the next five, ten minutes to, to get Sank out of this game because we ain't got long left. We're going to stick with this because we ain't got too much longer left. So it's so a throwing on the left-hand side to Jam um, after a little bit of argy-bargy. Behind the goal, where some of the fans weren't giving the jam goalkeeper the ball back. Oh, it's a, is he going to give a corner? He's, he's given the corner. It's a corner in the last minute, and the, the jam manager is telling every single person to go up. Go up, keeper! Go on, send him up. Go on, up you go. Oh, he's cleared it. He's cleared it. So cramp is over. Big throwing comes in, and there it is. There it is under the radar. Congratulations, you are winners of the uh, the cup of the President's Cup final against Jam. What a game. I, I really, truly, honestly hope, you know, we do these grassroots shows and, you know, sometimes you don't get the way, way, way that you get in like when Nick does his shows um, from, from actual stadiums. But I hope these voice notes have done credit to how good a game this is because this has been so, so either side could have won it for all, all, all the 90 minutes and... And un- under the radar were two one winners against Jam, uh, Jam FC, and you've, you've just got to give everything to both sides because they really, really gave it everything they got. Jam, you know, they probably had uh, some 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 of the better chances to win the game, um, even though under the radar probably nicked the first the first half. But it, it, do you know what? If either side would have won, 
you can't be overly disappointed with the result because under the radar took their chances and jammed it in. But it's a fantastic, fantastic advertisement for the Westford uh, divisions. Fantastically well organised by Westford um, themselves. You know, we're, we're at BCDF Athletic. We've got three great officials. We've got a gentleman um, who a lot of Mill fans would know, but I'm not going to say who he is in case he listens to a... Uh, Acton Mill, Acton Grassroots, and he might actually uh, say he is on the tannoy. So everyone chips and everyone helps out. There's a lot of people here who who, who try their hardest for Westford, and it's just a fantastic advert. The table is now being set up with all the trophies and medals. Um, and again, fair fair play to uh, fair play to both sides here. Now a huge huge congratulations to Under the Radar for winning the President's Cup, and huge commiserations to Jam, who on another day would have won that game. This is a Acton Grassroots signing off uh, pitch side at VCD Athletic for what was a fantastic cup game. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to Achtung Moorwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute. Welcome back, listeners. I hope you enjoyed that coverage of the uh, Sunday President's Cup final from Michael. Big crowd in Parkview Road, Michael. Last time I came here, it was one man and his dog, um, me and a few pigeons, and their, their droppings over in that, that uh, area stand over there. But uh, big travelling support for Maystone here today, championship yeah. sign. So. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, you know, top of the table, they're going to bring a big following. But I think you can tell a little bit by the atmosphere here. Don't get me wrong, it's not too shirty, to say the least. But very no. rare do you get patted down walking into a non-league stadium. Long queue outside, coppers. Um, and as you say, pat-downs. So, uh, 
got to be careful, I suppose. There, there, is, there is, considering there is a bit of a distance between the two, and you know you have got like Kent Football United nearby, Ebbsfleet, Darfield closer. This has got to be a local derby fixture to Arfield. If you're, I mean, we're behind the goal now um, at the home end. The whole left-hand side where the area from Belvedere stand is yellow and black, and all behind the goal is yellow and black. I think you could argue there's probably more Maidstone here than Welling. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a lot of Maidstone. Big travelling support listeners. I'm going to call it the Kent Clash Cataclysm, but only with K's. Oh, that says KKK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut, cut, cut. No, El Kentico. We'll call it that. El Kentico. El Kentico. Welling's going to be kicking off towards Danson Park for anyone who knows this, this stadium. Maidstone will be attacking us in the home terracing, the mass banks, mass ranks of Welling fans behind Parkview Road We'll be back in due course this is a part, uh, following any moments of uh, interest, goals or as the, as the do, though, Pre-match prediction, what do we think? I think Mason look up for it they wanna, they're not going to want to win the championship in front of these travelling support no. and let their fans I think Welling have got to hope that Bill Ricky flop yeah, well, we're, we're, we're in this season, looking at my notes here, they've scored 42 goals all season, conceded 83. Maidstone have scored 76, conceded 34, so there's a lot of goals here. Oh, do you know what? I ain't going to be probably down the park for your road anymore, but I'm going to go for something like 3-0 Maidstone. Yeah, I'm going to a dramatic win of some sort. Yeah. Away we go. Maidstone in amber and black, Welling in all red. We always make the point in these shows about the cost of getting into non-league listeners. I mean, I paid online. I paid 13 plus one for booking fees, 14 for me. How much did you pay with the boys here, Michael? So basically the two boys are with me, so we've got a 10 and a 7. Um, yeah. We've got my dad with us as well. For the four of us, getting 24 quid. However, we must put an asterisk next to that uh, yeah. 24 quid due to the fact we have to pay an extra £2 to sit down this night. Oh. Yeah, there's a oh. header on goal there from the, uh, the five on the right-sided corner for, for Maidstone. Maidstone, former football league club. They played, I remember them playing at Dartford's old ground in the early 1990s. I think Stuart Nevercott was their, their centre-half and Maidstone back then. They went out of, out of the league and then out of business. I think it was as far as back. Was it just the... Uh Late 90s, early 2000s, they were still in the football, um, yeah, yeah. football league. They established themselves in the football league. They're a big non-league name for donkey's years. Mm. Nice grand as well. Presumably this must be like a Phoenix club re-resurrected or something of that kind. I know they went out of business yeah. after leaving Dartford. That's the former Dartford ground for you youngsters, not the new one. Yeah, looking at the non-league as well today, so it's a big day. There's not many games left to go. I think Darford, I think they've got Braintree today, haven't they, at home? And oh, they're have the fixtures again. Get... I, I think I'll get me, I'll get me paper out here, listener. So, it's uh, been clash of the prep notes here today, listener. Michael's yeah. come well prepped, and I've got it all on my phone, so I'm not looking as, at the moment. As, as I described, it was like the, uh, the scene in American Psycho with the business cards, <laughs> where my ink is better than your ink, and your paper quality is better than mine. It's Aaron Boston's um, your notes. Yeah, here. but... Um, yeah, so just have a look. So, so Dartford in third, they're up against Braintree in the bottom half. Ebb's fleet, um, they're playing today. Um, they're and playing they're, at uh, Billericay. They've got Billericay today, so yeah, yeah will, will Ebb's fleet do their mates down the road a favour? I, I think if they was in a more, um, not as pushing Well, they're for chasing promotion. after uh, playoff spots, Playoff, so yeah. I doubt that they will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maidstone Ultras in full cry, listeners. They've got a drum. Got a beach, beach ball. What's that? About nine minutes into the game, nothing really to report so far. It's um, other than mostly, mostly Maidstone pressure, I'd say, Michael, wouldn't you? Nothing to, yeah, they, in terms of incident. No, yeah. no, no, they've had a couple of half chances um, in the nicest possible way without trying to be too disrespectful. It's a little bit that sort of classic non-league game where the ball's in the air a lot, isn't it? There's a lot of sort of 
balls over the top or crosses coming in and even there that goal kick very rare sort of in football now just see goal kicks being no, smashed you don't see, you know, they normally feed it out don't they 21 minutes quarter of the way into the game so far it's been played at a fairly sedate pace I would say yeah, Maidstone very much on the beach I mean near, near Maidstone's what lays down there is a beach near Maidstone There's, it's Copacabana uh, I think yeah yeah Copacabana beach yeah so there Malibu we well out by Maidstone unchallenged well maybe the Malibu is in the cocktail bars yeah. rather than the uh... goal for Welling listeners break forward on the right side Chipped in quite neatly, Michael, one from the right there by the, uh, the forward, the well, unnamed forward. We don't yeah, know well, I'll tell you what, we were just talking about Fat Ronaldo, Skinny Ronaldo, Ronnie McDonald. <laughs> He's just done what every semi-pro player does and done the uh, Ronaldo celebration. But, but talking <laughs> through the goal, again, Maidstone on the attack. Well, uh, Wellin defended well. Up on, on the right-hand side, he clipped it over the goalkeeper. It looked like it was going into the bottom corner and then it got put in. But... I mean, it's, the, it's like we've said in the last few shows, it's the curse of the commentator. I mean, if, if, if you went round every single person on, on either side and said who would take the lead, you certainly wouldn't say Welling United. No, absolutely. 1-0 one, one Welling, listeners. Um, 20, 24 minutes. I'm standing right in the sun. I can't tell if I'm recording or if my watch is working. <laughs> I hope it's recording. Latest Sky Sports report. Now, we're going to go to Bill Ricky. Bit of Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> Dicky. What, what's the score, Chris Camera? That's our pound shot version. Yeah. What's the score? The one all. A nil nil. Nil nil. Bit of Ricky game and the Dartford game. Um, we are going to go live via Twitter to the Dartford game. Nearby is nil nil as well. So the only the only game in the Kent South London area, dear listener, or the only goal is we've in this it. game. We've yeah, seen we've it. We've seen it. Seen That's it. Something so, to say, isn't it? Yeah. Referee's having a howl right there, Mike. Where's a ref to ref, mate? He's having a howl. Come on. It'd, it'd be one of those you might put your arm around him at half time and go, you sure? <laughs> He's missed two, two. Pushing a tug on the I mean, man. we're in the welling end, so we need to be careful we don't offend anyone. Oh, they're, 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 they're uh, very liberal around here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Open to careful. debate, yeah. with free opinion. Well, they, might, they might send in an email complaining, but. Say 2015. 2015 in the, in the stadium today. What it is... year that was? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad crowd for Welling. At this level, listeners. Big, big away support. I say about half of that 2,000 is, is Maidstone fans. One thing I do want to tell you, listeners, is that I'm heroically trying to avoid stepping on Michael over his sons. That keep, as I'm standing on the terracing, I go to put my foot down, and there's another child underneath me. Yeah, yeah. You've stop having them, mate. You've got to stop having kids. Them, you know, get under your feet. You know? Yeah, I'll get that TV license renewed, and we won't have any more. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix. That's the answer. Netflix, no chill. Yeah, just watch that. Yeah, so we're ticking towards the last few seconds of the first half. Welling leading Maidstone by one to naught. Uh, not much being shown by Maidstone coming forwards, really, Michael. But Welling have um, had the better of it, which is uh, not yeah. what I would have expected. It. No, 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 exactly. I mean, the half started, we're going to sound like we're, we're quite hypocritical now, but the half started where Maidstone were having more of the half chances but not doing anything with it. But that's how their whole half has been there. I think it? they've remembered their champions and they're going already soon. You know. Yeah, exactly. But one thing, I mean, as the half-time whistle goes... One thing I will comment is, and we just said it a moment ago, Maidstone have been caught out of the back a few times, and I'm talking about misreading bounces, bounces and, yeah. and, and, and misreading, misreading the spin of the ball. And this is ultimately, in the nicest possible way, because this is a level that I'll never play, but you, you do expect more from champions of a Division 2, two divisions below the pro game. You know, you know this, this is... This level, you do get some teams who get paid full full time wages, and, money. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and they're completely misreading the bounce of the ball. But again, you never know. Second half, they might come out and really do something. But as we were just saying a moment ago, before the recording started, 
I'm That's Bill Ricky getting on. Bill Ricky and now one up. They're beating absolutely just down the road. Well, they're not down the road, but the team yeah. down the road, one nil. So keeps the pressure on for another. Well, the last weekend of the division is next week. Yeah. Um, but that keeps the pressure so on. Keeps the pressure on. Willing. Dartford also are. Uh, Dartford are still nil nil. So again, that the absolute result doesn't really affect them too much locally, no. but. But Welling have to win this game either way, really. Because yeah, especially if they're up. There we are, one nil at a half, listeners. Achtung, Mailball. So, half-time break, listeners. The DJ, incidentally, here at Welling, is no stranger to controversy. We just had the unredacted version of Brown Sugar by the Stones. And now we've got Aerosmith's Dude Looks Like a Lady. So, uh... Yeah, the, the jockey's out there. Over the course of this season, Michael, you and me have covered quite a range of clubs on these grassroots shows. Fair few. And I thought in the, in the style of what happened next at the end of any decent reality show, any decent movie, you've got to find out what happened next to all these clubs that we've covered. So, Eric from Belvedere finished sixth in the South Scaffold. What's that? South Counties... South, I don't know what that means. South East County. Scaffold, it's called Scaffold. Make yourself look cool. Scaffold. Call it Scaffold. <laughs> Finished sixth on the table. It's the 64 points. Closely followed by Ear of Town on seventh. seventh yeah. uh, in seventh on 62. League was won by Sheppey United for some distance. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was the league I remember saying in a voice notes a little while ago. You, you've got to admire Sheppey because they were there all season and, and when you've got someone like Glebe who not too far from here will spend a lot of money challenging them yeah. and the way Chatham have then come into it and you know those type of teams uh, Kennington as well yeah I mean I'm not sure how many Sheppey fans listen to this but huge congratulations to Sheppey for, for staying there all season and maintaining it especially with the goals they scored as well I remember they scored loads of goals so two clubs we're getting quite a bit of coverage to one way and the other across the season the area from Belvedere and the area of town the two area rivals Welling, we're here today. They're playing Concord Rangers next week uh, away on the Canvey Island. And Billericke travelled to Braintree. So that's the finale of the season. At the moment, that's still all, all, all bets are open in the uh, bottom of the National South. Yeah, and the thing is as well, is in the nicest possible way, you know, like we, we followed the pyramid uh, a lot closer than we probably thought we were going to this season. Yeah, you, know, you become, you feel yourself, you follow, you look for the results each week. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and like, especially when, like, for me personally, here of town, when you, like, you're starting to now look at players like Harry Gamble, yeah. who, who you didn't even hear of no, no, 18 no. months ago, you didn't even know they were. But, yeah, with... Um, it's, 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 it's really interesting with this level because there's a big gulf. Like you have your sort of groups of divisions like the Vanarama yeah. National and the Vanarama North slash Staff, but then there's a big gulf between those Ithmian yeah, leagues yeah. below, and then yeah. there's a big gulf between the uh, the uh, what do you call it? You the, notice the, the, it with the, the facilities, yeah. Michael. I mean, exactly, I, exactly. just looking at Ebb Street, full for the moment, vying for a playoff spot. Ebb Street stays a really nice stadium. You can see that going towards a league level at some point. Yeah. It's just got that vibe about it yeah. you know. and well, they've yo-yoed between the South and the National League yeah. for a number of years now and I don't believe what was it about sort of 10-15 years ago they, they had quite a big investment didn't they yeah. you know when they changed from Gravesend and Northfleet yeah. to Ebbsfleet yeah they've got some so, Cufflink State I don't know who owns yeah. Cufflink but yeah. they're behind it we've been to Dagenham Harry and I Harry loved it at Dagenham with all of his mates there um, currently placed 8th in the National League in contention for quite a widespread playoff zone actually in the National League it goes quite a way down uh, to so play it's, off it's a very interesting way they do it the second and third team automatically qualify for the semi yeah it's like I a semi and then the rest play off to that yeah. right don't they yeah um, Hornchurch Harry's other team are involved this afternoon in a playout, a sellout actually at Hornchurch Stadium they're playing chess hunt and that will promote them to this league National League South if they win that one so uh, AFC Hornchurch all the best to them 
Uh, VCD Athletic, Michael, you went there, finished ninth in the Ishmian South East Division. Yeah, and, and a very very good team, and it's, and it's a good level. I mean, like VC- where is it? May Place Road? Did I see that ground? Yeah, so it's basically for, for those who know the old Woolwich Building in Bexley Heath, it's about 100 yards yeah, from there. Yeah, it's not yeah, too far yeah, at all, but it's yeah. a nice little stadium. Really, yeah. really nice setup. Good, good groundsmen, good people down there. Um, coincidentally, at the moment, uh, all the Westford Cup finals are being held there, so um, so there's still a lot of football being played there, but. Yeah, VCD against Hastings. I believe that was the two-all with Dave Martin, wasn't it? It so, was, um, indeed. Yeah, yeah, really, really good game. They're a good level as well. And, uh, yeah, good luck to them next season as well. So, they finished ninth. Their season has finished ninth place in the Ishmael South East. Uh, Clapson, who I went round on a very damp, lonely, lost night deep in the Terence Macmillan Stadium. Got your sprints in. On in the Newham Leisure Centre. Uh, they've actually finished 18th. Very historic name, Clapton FC. They're uh, one of the oldest clubs in, in London. Finished 18th in the Essex Senior League. Um, Canvey Island, the f- most coldest I've been in a very long time, chaps, was that afternoon. I think that's just before I caught COVID, actually. I don't have to blame Canvey for the COVID Island, Canvey Island. It's the Canvey variant. The Canvey variant. You catch um, a lot of things on Canvey Island. COVID's now <laughs> one of them. They, well, they also won promotion. They, they won a very dramatic playoff penalty shootout over Brentwood Town. So that takes them from the Ishmael, I think, into the National South, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, the National Premier, the I think. Premier. I believe. And finally, we've mentioned them already earlier, Michael Be- Beckenham Town, champions of the combined counties. And they will enter, along with Canvey, the Ishmael South East, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, one, um, one of those divisions. And, and to be fair, Dave, I remember when we went there to see him play against Banstead. Um, to be brutally honest, it was uh, not exactly the sort of game I was expecting. I thought, I thought it'd be a lot more goals, but they seem very much like a job done type team. I mean, they score a lot of goals when things go well, but yeah. a, sign, a sign of a good side on the field, um, definitely on the field, is uh, when it goes wrong, they can still pull out results. So that, that's what we saw against Banstead. All the best to Beckingham Town. Uh, one, thing, uh, one thing I will mention as well, when you said about the teams, was uh, the Eir of Town under 18 game. Um, against Portsmouth, which was oh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the FA, FA Youth, Youth Cup. Cup. Yeah, so yeah. I have to say, with that game, I remember going there because I sort of went there half on a whim. You know, Eir of Town like, at the time was recently about a mile from where I lived. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice evening. Thought I'd go down there. Probably, it's probably like I mean, there's a lot of people here today, but considering that was a youth, a youth game, game yeah. it's probably the best atmosphere right. for, 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 for for one you wouldn't expect. Yeah, you, yeah, you, know, yeah, you go yeah. to a youth game, you think I'll oh, see some young players. Yeah. But, um, it was yeah, a good, good vibe there. Great yeah. vibe. And, and one thing I will recommend, and I said it in the show if you want to go back and listen back, these sort of FA youth games really go support them because you are seeing a lot of players. You're probably seeing the best quality players. Yeah, you probably are. Yeah, <laughs> well, you think as well. Given, you, given you, what we've seen today, you know, that would be brilliant, but you would have seen yeah, it there. You know, you know, we said in the recording that... Um, we said in the recording at the time, and, and it's gone to show when we spoke to Adam Woodward um, yeah, 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 recently yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Adam Woodward, a lot of the players who played in that youth game, played in the last game um, that Irith Town had against Steerith and Belvedere. So, so you are, there's no two ways back. You are seeing players of the future. Absolutely. So definitely get down there. Cause you Absolutely. Know what you're see. There we go, listeners. That's brought you up to speed with all the clubs we've covered across this season at Dungrass. So we've still got a second half to go here at Parkview Road. So. We'll be back with any moments or incidents of note as it proceeds. Teams are out for the second half, listeners. Welling, as we've said already, leading at 1-0. They're going to be attacking the home fans on the Parkview Road terracing. Maystone will be looking to get something out of the game, I would have thought, as champions. We shall see all their fans banked down at the Danson Park end. 
could have scored. Crossing from the right side, tapped home from close down there. Danson Park, chaps. How many minutes in? 50, uh, sorry, 56 minutes. Yeah. One all. That's a, that's a blow for Welling. Oh, so we've got flares. Yellow flares. We've got the ultras are here. What is going on? There's too many black t-shirts up there. We've got flares. <laughs> player runs up on the right-hand side. Cross comes in across goal. And there's, there's a Pretty player. straightforward finish. Yeah, really. love it. Yeah, it oh, what's my One each. The uh, celebrating Maidstone Ultras have uh, already had a yellow flare down at the far end. And that looks like a, an inflatable bagel, listeners. Being bounced around down there. It's on the pitch now. It's full party mode. <laughs> it's insane. Earlier on, it was a beautiful sunny afternoon here in Welling. Sunshine. Warm on your face, it's now clouded over, quite grey skies, and it feels a little bit nippy in the air. Typical English spring day in shortlist, and there's just one each at the moment. We are 59 minutes in, time is all 60. And as Chris said, the willing need a result here. Um, with Bill and Ricky winning, it really does narrow it down at the bottom of the table, and they would be jettisoned out of the National League South into the Ishmian. Bouncing up and down at the Ultras end down there at Danson Park. They've got reason to celebrate, they've won the league, why not? Tough at the moment to see Welling coming back into this, to be honest, but uh, you never know. They will be desperate for a win, however, this is. Great goal, surging run through from the left side of the penalty area. They're celebrating like the World Cup winners down there, listeners. The, uh, it was the 22 that forced it home, kind of cannoned in off the, off the goalkeeper. Well done, Welling. I didn't see that one coming. I've got to be quite honest with you, listeners. Against the run of play, very much so. And the rubber the green as well. 21 minutes into the second half. So, quarter the uh, half to go, listeners. We've got a bit of live in game scoreline here for you. Bill Ricky won, Ebb's Fleet won. So, at the moment, this is a big result for, for Welling, just to keep, uh, keep themselves ahead of Bill Ricky Town. For Welling, if it stays like this. This good actually uh, keeps them in the division with Billericke drawing at the moment. Huge situation. Schofner's a penalty on target, saved well by 20 out of poke at goal down at the Mason end. The goalkeeper did well to bat it up and then collect it on the way down again. Nice save actually. Last 13 minutes of the game, 32 minutes of the second half, listeners, 77 minutes played. It's a right-sided corner for Maidstone. They're pressing forwards with increasing urgency since that uh, second goal for Welling. Be a real result against the odds if Welling can pull this off and with Ebbsfleet drawing as I as I speak, one each, I think that secures them a place in the National League stuff. That's a big prize really. Dropping into the Ishman League is a it's pretty um, dramatic loss at this level. All lofted forwards for Maidstone. It's going to be a left-sided corner. This is very non-league. There's a bloke leaning over his, uh, like a shop, uh, back of a shop staircase. And he's out in his dressing gown on the staircase looking over at the football listeners. This is the kind of thing you get at non-league games. Welling players just ran out then two minutes before the full 90 listeners, so 88 minutes. I think Welling will be well pleased with this if it stays this way. 
They've kept Maidstone largely at bay for the bulk of the second half. And as we've said a few times across the show, it's going to be a critical win. If they can probably stop the ball rubbed into the area, though, before I stop counting any chickens. That is cleared. Would you say a squeaky bum time at the moment? I, I, I it's a critical win on Michael, if they can pull it off. Yeah, but, but the thing is... is yeah, there we are. Yeah, Nick, don't go on the pitch. Mm. But, um, if Willie score, we're on the pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, if Willie score, we're on the pitch. But um, I think apart from that goal, from the, the action I've seen today, Willie have actually uh, been reasonably in control, it seems to be. I know Mason have had a few half chances, but apart from the goal they've scored, they don't seem to have done too much with it. No, they've, then, been, they've been on the beach largely. Yeah, exactly. But now I've said that, across has come into the near post. Keeper's done well, punched it clear. And now Willie on the break. Oh, it's a big move. We ain't got a He's, uh, he's taking a professional choice to put it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Halfway towards yeah. Plumstead. I think they hit the Fiat garage just behind us, yeah. But, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? The first 20, 25 minutes, we said it was pretty sort of made stone with the half chances, but it does seem to be a lot of welling. Oh, the keeper's fumbled it! It's gone in! It's curse of the commentator! It's gone in? No, no, it's not. Has it? it been given? No! Oh, he's fumbled. Oh, we've got controversy. Shot from distance, listeners. The, no. the goalkeeper batted it up in the air. Has it been given? No, it hasn't. No, it's not the crowd behind the goal thought it had gone in. Right, so the goalkeeper must have retrieved it on the line. got a better view than us. It was basically a shot from distance. I'm sorry if I'm repeating Nick here, dear listener, but it was a shot from distance. Keeper, it was, it was a very routine save. He fumbled He's fumbled it. it. It's gone behind him. I mean, from here, it looks like it's gone back quite a long oh, the way. The crowd are celebrating. Yeah, the crowd it. are celebrating. Everyone's looked over to the lino. The refs looked at the lino. Lino said no straight away. The falls through. And then the other end. Yeah! 3 1. Unbelievable. <laughs> Slide over with a plum. He's kicked the. He's kicked, he's, he's kicked the corner flag. Scenes, scenes. Limbs, there's limbs. limbs. I, don't, I don't even know what limbs means. I'm over thirty, but whatever it means, I'm seeing it. Scenes. Three-one to Welling. And yeah, after huge controversy yeah, at the okay, other end. Uh, I'll tell you what, very interesting. Chris from, I'm not sure what area, because we can't say surname. He said something that I meant, I saw, but I didn't want to say it. Was there a handball in the builder? Did I didn't see the handball. Dude, what do you think, Chris, from wherever no, you are from? There's no VAR here, that's all we're saying. <laughs> yeah, Thank God for that. If there was, I think you might have a disallowed goal. Yeah, there's a shout there, isn't there? But literally... That, that win will secure their place in the league. Yeah. Uh, uh, Billericay drawing. Yeah, but as, as we were literally talking about the Check, uh, chance check the, the score at uh, Billericay, Michael. We are staying up. You've got one half of the grand singing Campiones. You've got one half singing We Are Staying Up. Cool. It's all go down here in Welling, isn't it? A round down at the uh, Welling in now. Mason have got it back at the other end. There's two goal deficit will be a lot to make up in these final two minutes of overtime play after the uh, the celebrations. Right Do you know what it is one of those things? It makes you look like a right idiot, doesn't it? You say about how one team's probably a bit more dominant, and now they've ended up losing or losing 3 1. To be fair, I mean, I wouldn't have seen this coming from the, no, the bulk of the game. Not. You know. um, definitely not. But, it, but this is non league football, Nick. We're like, we had it with Beckenham Town a few weeks ago against Banstead. Yeah. You're absolutely adamant Beckenham would win, Banstead take the lead. You have Vera from Belvedere, Vera from Belvedere are the better team. Vera from Town ended up winning. Yeah. 
and this is what we keep saying, ladies and gentlemen, and I, and I know it sounds like we're on a plug and we're taking some sort of bribe from the non-league, but get down to these games because there's action, there's things you don't know what's going to happen. You could walk, yeah. It's free two. <laughs> free two. It's free two. Over the far post. Corner yeah. came in from the right. You know, like, like, heading over from close. Free two. Yeah, free two. It is literally... What's that uh, squeaky bum Squeaky time. bum, indeed. indeed. But, but this, this goes back to the point we're making. You don't know what you're getting at these games because these players aren't... Without, um, without being too out of order to them. Highly you know, skilled, they're not highly yeah, they're skilled. Highly skilled. <laughs> they're not professionals. See, you don't know. You don't know what players are going to turn up because some of them, maybe not this level, but some of them have got their jobs. So they might not be able to, they, they might not be able to get to games. So there, there it is. Safety for Welling. Good result. Yeah. It's dramatic. That was entertaining, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Oh, and now we've got pitch invasions from Maidstone. There we are, Maidstone finished champions, Welling surviving the National League South. What an afternoon of drama on the yeah. bank holiday. Yeah, and until, until we've got a couple more games coming up, if Nick don't mind me doing a little plug with the Plumstead Challenge Cup, we're going to cover that game between Under the Radar and Metro Gas, so we've got a couple more grassroots left to go, but I have to say thank you to uh, everyone who's listening and took part. Thank you, Chris. No worries, you're welcome, always. Thank you to Michael Stan. What a, what a ding-dong of a game, mate. <laughs> what, what, what more can you want? <laughs> Big thank you to Michael. Always a pleasure, dear listener. It was a pitch invasion. From Parkview Road, we're going to say goodbye. Arriva Dirty Welling. Bye for now. You have been listening to Achtung, Millwall. Please do leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Danke schon. Up the lines. We've now got the Maidstone mob coming down to taunt the Welling Ultras. It's always all going off. Do you police, know what? police are coming into the game. <laughs> do, do you know what it's like being at the den? You like don't get this down at Millwall. Yeah. We have high standards. Stewards and police who ain't doing anything. It's like being at the den. Oh yeah, yeah, don't be surprised if Millwall get fined for this. <laughs> <laughs>